This is a podcast taking place in Montreal, Canada, where I sit down with creative minds to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned in the city, and how we can make an impact. What's up? My name is Gabby, and this is Low Key MTL. Creme TL, Creme Montreal, Cream. Yo, zoom in on the, zoom in on the cream. Yeah, see, people don't put that much effort in this shit. Prochaine station. Loki MTL. Yeah, it happened to be in like uh, certain moments, like big events, I guess, in my life that I decided to do these changes. Like the the most recent one, I went from 1990V to Gabby mm. because uh, I had left the label I was with, and uh, I don't know. I just I just felt like I wanted to I wanted to actually be myself. My real name is Gabriel, so and all my life people called me Gabby. And I said, you know, like, uh, why not just be like my actual, just give them my actual name. Like, mm. so I have this friend Chrome. Mm -hmm. So he, he's a, he was a battle rapper. He like did pretty well. He went in KOTD, battled some pretty big names. So yeah, my boy Chrome had brought me to my first ever studio session when I was like 14. And, um, a while after one of his friends had opened up a, a record label and he introduced me to them and uh yeah from there they signed me we did a couple of good things i dropped one album that we did pretty good where we had like a big release show people a lot of people we filled up the the belmont like to max capacity like, how many people were performing that night uh, quite a few like oh, even yeah. uh, had i had rugged shabo was on the on the list and everything he performed right after me so we had my first album release show with them in 2017 mm -hmm. the album was called 22 we did at the belmont we filled it up i had like i said uh mike shab on the on the list i had uh jt soul i had a bunch of good performers and uh even uh, nate husser just pulled up like on us didn't oh, perform or nothing but he just pulled up to the show the show support kind of thing yeah, yeah. it was a big one and yeah, that went well, but after, right after that, like nothing happened with them. Uh, I would try like to get them involved and stuff. Just try to get studio hours. It wouldn't work out. Like, uh, I understand everyone's got a life and shit, but. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, so you kind of made a decision more for like yourself to like, yeah, but get to the next step. Unfortunately, it was like many years later. So mm -hmm. just like only last year around this time, I had dropped my last album with them. And uh, basically I did the whole thing myself. I funded the whole thing myself, got, I basically produced most of it. Oh yeah. Like seven of eight songs. And yeah. then I got, I got a mix and mastered. I got videos done. I got all the artworks done. And when it came time to drop it, I just like, like I just wanted to test them a bit. I said like, uh, yo, I found this, uh, this influencer was down to post a song for a hundred dollars. And they were not down to put the $100. So, like, right after that, I dropped. As soon as the album dropped, like, a couple of weeks later, I stopped posting about it. I messaged them. I said, yeah, I'm, 
it's over for me like uh, I don't think we should continue okay. just go on for myself and yeah like from that I just wanted to start fresh just felt like uh, so the 1990V was that with like a new label that right? was with like, oh, basically when I signed to them in 2015 mm -hmm. around that's when uh, I changed my name to 1990V okay, okay. yeah and uh, what was that? Is, that? is that when like you had the close friend that passed away and all that happened? Yeah. So uh, in 2015, my my boy Valentino passed away mm -hmm. uh, due to a drug overdose, and like uh, he was like really into the music too. He was on some other things, unfortunately, that got him like distracted. I'm sure if like he would push, he would have pushed more to like do the music things. He probably would have made it through and shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so he passed away, and um, kind of like to pay uh, pay my respects to him. I, I changed my name to 1990 V. The V stands for Valentino. Mm -hmm. 1990 V has 1995. Right. And uh, yeah. And then, um, so is the music you're making after that more focused to like? on things related to that and the whole scene or i mean i i didn't purposely write anything like like i never was making songs saying like oh yo my friend died fam. yeah like, yeah. I, like was not like yeah. trying to promote like the death of my friends or yeah. anything, but like You're trying uh, to get like pity points or anything yeah, yeah no i didn't even really mention it after the fact i changed my name to be honest and uh i don't know what i was on i think that whole period of my life was more of a learning a learning experience music wise like I was not really on any certain sound I wasn't sticking to nothing I was all over the place I didn't really know what to do and how to do shit alone so I think that the benefit of me leaving the label was me learning to do stuff by myself how did you learn how to produce and stuff just YouTube basically bro I was broke and i couldn't afford beats no producers were fucking with me at the time so i bro i downloaded fl studio got the cracked version just started trying a bit it was terrible then uh i went on youtube and just looked up tutorials mm -hmm. and like i would just follow and do exactly what the guy had done in the tutorial and then just to like know the steps of what he did so then i would start again on a new like session and just do it the same thing but with my own sounds and whatnot but it took a long time like it was super terrible for a long time yeah learning curve is always like that with those kind of things yeah. like at first it's so hard but then once you get the basics then like yeah you get there and you're more powerful too because you know how to do shit like that yeah i'm like thankful that i did it because like now i pretty much produce every uh every song i i make like i think Pretty much since 2018, I produced like pr like probably 90% even more of my music and in the last two years, like 99%. Do you find the fact that you produce it helps you f like find your sound better kind of thing? Well, yeah, because the thing is when you're scrolling through beats on YouTube and stuff like, which I super suggest not to do because first of all, like hundreds of people are probably using those beats. Mm. and whatever but anyways when you're when you're like in the vibe and you're writing vibe and you're scrolling through youtube looking for something to write to you're, you're just like losing it like of course you might stumble on something and make something good like this is how a lot of people make good songs of course but when you have like the capability of making beats by yourself and you just like you really just get into your vibe it's kind of like writing a song 
like writing lyrics to a song but without words you know you're just like listening to melodies like uh playing like basically i don't know how to play instruments really but i kind of have like an ear an ear to like an ear for the music like i know that what sounds right and stuff and i just like experiment a bunch and just like uh yeah when i would just get a sound that i found would work i would just like freestyle a bit to see if i could uh come up with something nice and yeah do you have like a routine of some sort to like when you're writing or like trying to come up with an album well right right now what i do is i have been working with this uh with this guitarist he's from belgium like he just how are you connecting with people like that just instagram i kind of just found it like i was looking for guitar loops yeah. and uh i found this guy sebastian groks if you like most of my recent music is the guitar is by him so mm -hmm. basically i'll just take his guitar loop and i'll i'll play it a bit i'll just like hum over it and stuff mm -hmm. and then i'll produce the beat like put the drums in and all that and uh write the song at the same time like simultaneously do everything at the same time and uh then when i got like a good bass to the song i'll probably i send it to my boy dirty my dirty haircut and he'll just like revamp the whole production make it nice because i don't really know the technical side of like like mixing and mastering yeah, 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 yeah even producing i'm just right, like yeah. uh, it's really just an a ear thing like mm -hmm. but i find it's also dope that you could do that because you could put something together to like show now you know what i mean like yeah. just on your own you could like if you instead of trying to explain an idea that's in your head to a producer you yeah. can just kind of put something together and be like this you know yeah plus you don't want to really explain something in your head to like an artist either like the producer is like he does his own art you know you gotta right. let that guy do his thing true true so and i'm always i'm open to working with other producers like uh dirty's working on some some guitar things for me too and uh i don't know i've been really stuck on the guitar sounds yeah. lately i don't know i've been hearing the shit you've been putting out recently and it's yeah. fire bro it's fire thanks bro sure but yeah uh, so now you're you're gabby right yeah. is that because you're independent now or are you still with a label no i'm not with a label I'm okay so now you're independent 100 percent okay. independent okay, yeah. i feel like that's the way now anyways like yeah build your own audience yeah. and like Find your own sound. For sure, but if the if a good opportunity like brings itself to me, then you know. If what's it makes what's sense. the benefit you see in being signed to a label at this point in your career? Well, basically, if you think about it, it's like having a small business when you're independent, because you literally got to do everything. Like, find myself every day like sending emails to like blogs and. Mm -hmm. Event promoters, festival people, like, like promo stuff, all kinds of stuff. And I think the benefit of being with a label is, first of all, they're supposed to be doing that kind of stuff, which they weren't, but they were supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And what's good is those people who you're sending those emails to will take a label way more seriously than an independent artist. So I'm just, if I'm like emailing someone saying, Hi, my name is Gabriel aka gabby i'm an independent artist blah 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 they're not gonna they're not gonna like react as well as they would if like hi we're a record label from blah 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 right, and this right. is our artist we would like to submit oh, it's like okay, yeah okay. it's more difficult and like uh 
But, yo, to be honest, I feel like I just haven't got the workout that I need to be out for these things to happen easier for me. Which, like, um, in the next couple of months, I got a huge rollout, bro. Like, Yeah, because you're not, I don't, like, recently I've seen you being more active on social media, but I feel like you're not really active on social media, you know? Yeah. So, basically, I was in the, I was in the dungeon, bro. I've been working really hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, I wanted to be ready. So, like, like I said, I have, I have, like, a good slew of singles about to like just drop one after the other bro and uh that's why i'm trying to like come in i'm coming back with the presence on social media and whatnot like uh also you know i've been dealing with some personal like demons that like uh you know just like uh i don't want to make up excuses for myself because like it's not hard but sometimes it is hard to just like I mean, it's not hard to just do a post, but like, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like that confident in yourself and mm-hmm. you just, it doesn't feel Yeah, right. it's kind of the fucking curse of social media, you know, you're always yeah. comparing yourself to others, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta just like, <clears throat> you gotta kind of just not look at anything and just like, like, as you're in the dungeon, just like post and just put your phone away, you know? Word. But it's obviously easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. for sure, of course. But like, uh, I think me like, working as much as i have been getting the stuff ready and like i'm really confident in the music i'm about to drop and like uh yeah i would be surprised if you're not bro your music is fire like thank you bro i'm not just saying that like i'm not just saying that because you're here like i legit like you're the story i posted today i was like literally listening to it on a loop okay i want to hear the whole thing bro this is the baby like that's one is just that song is the baby like really it's not even the one that like mm-hmm. I'm excited for the next one. It's like already like yeah. I love that song. Don't don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. I really do like it a lot, and a lot of people seem to have liked it. Like uh, they like me going on that sound more of like a rap, like raw rap. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a new age sound. It feels yeah, it's like a nice mix of like a bunch of genres. You know. Yeah, we're yeah, but like I said, yeah, that's just like a a little peek into it. it's like. Like, I got some stuff that I'm super proud about, and I can't wait to get it out. And I'm working with Further MTL. Okay. So, actually, I'm building an EP with, with them. Well, an EP that will be presented by Further MTL and I. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're basically going to be doing all the visual stuff. I'm shooting a huge video in a couple of weeks with them for another song that's going to come out. And... Uh, yeah. What about like collaborations? Do you, have you thought of collaborating with other artists and stuff? Yeah. So uh, next week we have the song coming out with Kill J, mm-hmm. formerly known formerly known as J Bandit. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, I got a I got one in the in the in the safe. Not sure when that one's gonna come out because I've basically been working on a whole bunch of other stuff. It's ready. Like it's being mixed and stuff, but. I got Mackie Lavender on a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. just here, actually. Oh, where? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I fuck with Mackie Lavender heavy, bro. And so I had to get him on something, and it worked pretty well. And uh, yeah, but yeah, I like his like his social media presence is funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, so. that's what I like about him, and it kind of it inspired me too. Like, he really does not give a fuck about anything. Like, he just does what he wants, and yeah. uh, 
it works too. Like everyone knows Mackie Lavender. Everyone loves that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's the same thing. He's like a one man team. He yeah. does he does all his promo stuff and I think he was he that's like kind of recent too, no? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But it's like similar stories. That's really that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it is the new the new age is like the independent artist, but yeah, of course. Like yeah. if you know yourself enough to know that you don't have the time or the energy to put towards like the marketing side of things which is hard for artists because you're yeah. putting so much energy into your craft you know for sure and get that. it's good to be able to focus on just the music but as at the same time i think like you said it's like the new wave of being independent i think you're just like it might be harder like when you're starting because you got nothing like you're literally starting from nothing like i don't think like i believe that right now i'm at i'm at zero you know like uh but but you have like some sort of fan base though still yeah i got yeah. A, some like it's it's a small fan base bro mm-hmm. but like um uh, that's the thing you just gotta pump out content exactly. and you slowly build that fan base it, it doesn't happen overnight obviously they have to like that's the other thing like people are invested in the person now versus like the whole like yeah the the art you know it's the art plus the person now or like the business plus the person for sure so it's really important to like showcase your personality and who you are which is that's the other thing. Like some people don't want to be on camera and all that stuff too, right? So yeah, like, it is a tricky. And thing. Uh, not only that, but when you're independent, you're also in control of everything, and you know, you know about everything that's going on. Like, uh, right, yeah, yeah. You you make sure that everything's done, mm-hmm. and like sometimes you can't just. I know, like obviously, you would think that when you sign to a label, that they're in it. This is their business. They want to do good business, mm-hmm. and you could trust them with doing all the stuff they need to be doing but it's like in reality like to make sure things are done and done right it's really is better that you do it yourself until you get to the point where like it's out of control like there's so much like when you're at a higher level you definitely need management even then though you're still like gonna be being involved in like what's going on is always yeah you should always be like involved to a certain extent for sure Mm -hmm. and like at one point, you don't even need a label. And when you get to a certain extent, you won't even need a label. You just need the right people managing everything because you won't be able to in, at that point, like when you're doing shows all the time and in the studio all the time working mm-hmm. on stuff. And Yeah, you got to prioritize like, like the main stuff, which yeah. is the art, and then you outsource. It's like a business, yeah. You exactly. outsource the rest, yeah. Yeah. So, so when you're writing, like, what's your process? Like, does it just randomly happen? You're like, oh fuck it, I want to write right now, or like, do you sit down and like force yourself to write? Well, like, honestly, since bro, since I could remember, I've just been writing music every single day. It's like the second I get home, like now, obviously, I'm I have a studio that I rent out, like a my own studio space mm-hmm. that I only go Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, but in the week every single day the second i get home no one's at home you know if i'm not like with my girl eating food or whatever Mm -hmm. like the second i'm home every single day i just straight straight away open my laptop and start something i don't have like a i don't have like a particular process and um are you writing like physically writing on paper or you just like verbally just yeah so uh what i'll do is like i said before i'll be producing the beat simultaneously while i'm not writing i'm not actually writing the lyrics i'm just like singing into the mic until Mm -hmm. i find something like a nice melody and then i'll just like fill in the words and once you got yourself like a good top line 
being that I've been writing for like so many years, the the rest, like as soon as I get the top line, the rest kind of just comes naturally. I don't really think too hard about it. Yeah, true. So I'll just like, I'll be like indirectly talking about certain things and uh, like, yeah, so my process is just, it's it pretty much starts with the production and the rest. It's like, I use my voice as the instrument as at first until I fill in the words. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. But yeah, so I'll get a good top line, like I said, and just the rest just kind of flies out. But, you know, I could be like working for like hours and hours and like not getting anywhere. Mm. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to leave the studio soon. And then that last hour, that last like even 30 minutes, something just like sparks. And then boom, like I'll just finish up a whole song. Like, uh, Do you ever procrastinate while you're like in the studio like working? What do you mean? Like, do you ever, like, find yourself, like, stuck on, like, TikTok or Instagram scrolling? Or oh, do you yeah. just, do you have, like, a like a, a disciplined thing of, like, putting your shit away and then doing it? So, so like, often, obviously, phones are, like... It's a drug. Yeah, it's, like, a, <laughs> it's literally a drug. But yeah. if I'm on something that's, like, super interesting, I'm not going to be on my phone. Like, obviously, if I'm, like, getting bored, like, uh, I'll just scroll a bit, but... Not for that long, because I'll just put it down, like, bro, what are you doing? Just get on it, like, uh... Okay, yo, I, I can't do that. It's so hard for me to just, like... Because, like, in my... And subconsciously, I'm, like, telling myself to put the phone away, so then I just <laughs> go to the next video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, it's hard. It's not always easy, but when you're, like... I mean, like, like now, I guess this is, like, one of your passions. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's easy. Obviously, you're wearing an interview. It's not going to be... Uh, cool if you were just scrolling on your phone and shit, but, <laughs> but like, no but the reason why i started this because like i would have these conversations that like when i go to like a networking event or like a, like a show or like a bar and i'm like fuck like that's a sick like conversation i wish i could like keep it somewhere and then that's when like when we started a podcast and just put it on the internet so i have like a database of all the conversations i had and i get to see like how dumb I used to be, like, by how I used to talk, you know, and, like, yeah. how that progressed, you know? Yeah, That's why I gave myself this as, like, a minimum five-year project. Okay, from cool. from then on, I'm going to see, like, where it goes. Yeah, good, bro. I don't know. Honestly, I think if you do it, how many, How long has it been? It's been one year so far, yeah. Yeah, one bro. Year. If you do this for a good four more years, it's going to go somewhere, I mean. Yeah, well, just by doing this repetitively, I already got so many opportunities and shit just from this, like, which is weird, like, when starting this, I didn't think of it that way. For me, I just did it more because I'm like, yeah, you want to. There's do nothing it. like this in the city. Like, I want to create this thing. Nobody wants to do this. So I'll just do it myself, kind of thing. And COVID, I had so much free time. Like a perfect Word. combination. Bro, I like what you do, and I like how much effort you put into it. Like, um, got the whole setup here. <laughs> I love the setup. Appreciate and, it. But yeah, just, just keep going, bro. Like. Uh, if you stop, you'll never find out what will come from it. You know, that's what I've been had in my head since I'm 12. Like, I've been making music. Yeah. Since yeah. I, I mean, 12 years old, I wasn't really doing anything serious. I was just rapping. No, but that's the thing. You've been consistent that whole time, yeah. right? Like, you're still putting out music at all times. Yeah. At this point, it's more like, uh, it's not like I could stop, actually. Like, it's something I just can't stop doing. Mm-hmm. Do you see it as a hobby right now? Or, like, as a... That's your main goal. It's definitely my main goal. It always <laughs> has been. And uh, I make sure everyone around me that gets in my life knows that that that's, that's what I do. I'm, I'm doing music like I do a full-time job. 
Because obviously I have to actually work a full-time job as well. Yeah, that's why it's tricky. You know? Yeah. But what's good about my job is my sister opened a business. Okay. And she hired me and I get a super nice salary. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for like, I mean, it's not that great, but it's a good salary. And it's very, she set it up good so that I could work on my stuff and still make a good amount of money to like live with it's blessed yeah, yeah and she got me a good position in the company as well mm. and what's uh, the company where you work it's a cleaning company okay so we do residential and commercial cleaning okay but i'm uh i do regional sales like i manage the regional i'm a regional sales manager in ndg okay so like i'll help like get clients and whatnot but i'm mostly on site at the places cleaning but it's like it's getting paid like a construction job you know it's yeah, like yeah it's yeah. good money course, yeah. and i'm working like half the hours of a, a normal job of getting paid the same so mm. that's just good and uh it's flexible it's good for my music whenever i need more time i could get it and uh they're very supportive like my sister and my boy fabio basically my, my two best friends uh besides my girlfriend nakawa but uh, they're very supportive, like driving me to the studio all the time, like always showing them my music, always giving me good feedback. Do they give you like, you, I guess they know you for really well, so like honest feedback? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst. So my sister really gives me the hardest construction, constructive criticism, but mm-hmm. even at the same time, like she's telling me like, this is fucking good, but yeah. there's always a but. And I'm just like, <laughs> nah. it gets me nervous sometimes, but. I take it's it. good. It keeps you on your toes, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's better than having a bunch of yes men around you. Just like that. I've been in studio, like um, in studios, so many times where like the music is like genuinely pretty shit, and like everybody's just yo, aspire, aspire. They're just looking at each other, like nodding, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't want and those drinking, people. You know, yeah, those yeah. people are not real for you, and it's not good for you. It's, it, it, and I think it stems deeper than actually being in the studio and they're telling you your trash song is actually fire, but. Right. I think it stems even deeper than that, like on a a life level, I guess. So when you have someone that's important, important to you and like not only about music, but tell you like something that what you're doing, like calls you on on some bullshit you're doing, let's say, and like tells you, like puts you in your place, like you need those kind of people. And if those are the people that actually love you and care about you and they're putting you back on your feet and getting you in the right position, then like you gotta keep those people around. Like uh, you don't want no hype man or yes man. That's just yeah. You gotta keep them close. Yeah, but for sure. Had that like everyone starts off trash. You know, like yeah. when I was young, I was definitely trash, bro. And like a lot of my friends would like hype me up. But looking back at my stuff like from back then, I'm just like, oh my god, bro. Like I wish I'd never put that out. And, like, <laughs> I go on my Facebook and like delete shit sometimes. No, you bro. can't do that. That's the thing. You gotta I keep know. it all there. I know so people get the, mad at me, bro. Yeah, you okay. see the process. You I don't see the delete whole it though. I private it. Okay. So like, if okay. one day I'm like, bro, I'm it's too undeniable for them to care about this shit. I'm yeah. like, I, I let them see it. Cause you know that's just inspirational, right? Like it's like seeing where somebody started. Cause everybody who's like great right nowadays, like they didn't always like be great. You yeah. Know? They all started somewhere. So like. If other people could see that this person was able to start here and do this, then they have that extra like gear. Like, okay, look, look, I'm gonna try this shit out, and I'm gonna try this. Yeah, we're good example is Jack Harlow. I'm sure you saw like 
I've never, I haven't seen his old shit. Though. Oh my god, bro! Oh, yeah? Like he has like his high school rap videos. It's like so fucked up. No way. Yeah, he's like a super skinny little nerdy kid, big ass glasses, <laughs> and it's really bad. <laughs> like that's crazy. I would like looking at him now that I wouldn't picture. Yeah, that he's girl. one of my favorite rappers. Like like in a long long time. Like I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what you don't even you wouldn't even believe it the first time you seen it though. Like it's funny. But I'm glad he put it out. So yeah, you're right about that for mm-hmm. sure. What's your uh, like game plan now? You're just gonna start dropping. You have a bunch of stuff loaded up, and you're waiting. To yeah, all that. The revolver's loaded, bro. I'm trying to drop an EP, like I said, presented by Further and Me, mm-hmm. and uh, we have big plans for it. We're gonna put a. We're doing two pretty big music videos, a couple of of other things. I don't want to get too much into this next part, but I'll say like um, we're gonna be doing like a web series. I don't uh, know if that's what it'll be called, but like basically, I'm gonna be during the preparation of my EP. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be shooting a series where I'll be going out around in Montreal and finding finding like hidden gems, like restaurants, cafes. And like uh, going to these places, like just trying them out, showing. Like I wanna, like no, I like that. I like yeah, that. I'm gonna yeah. go hit up Marché Jean Talon. We're gonna buy some fresh ingredients, just like uh, just show around the city. And I'm gonna also have like, like. Uh, when are you? Do you start filming this yet? No. Okay, dope. Cause this summer I wanna start a food channel too. So it'd be sick if we could like do a, a cross yeah. cross episode. Yeah, let's fuck it. Oh yeah, you spoke to me about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. If you yeah. like, cause that way like it's both food related, so it actually works perfectly. What is your thing gonna be? We're still concepting ideas, but so far it's basically like I have a chef friend, okay. and he has like a whole like recipe book. Yeah. But that's like one side is like him just making food, but we're also thinking of going to restaurants and like. Maybe restaurants are impacted by COVID and like talking to them. Yeah, we're just But cool. we could have an episode, for example, where like he's making something, you guys come in and yeah. like you guys buy groceries and make something. For and, sure, like, I would love and that. And then we, we go around like downtown, like on a weekend when everybody's drunk walking around the streets and just taste testing them and see yeah, who's yeah, yeah. better. Yeah, so, bro, that's a great idea. Yeah, I think we could definitely do that. And um, I don't know the- if you knew this, but I was a cook for like like 11 years like in, oh, like yeah. deep yeah. in the restaurants too oh, yeah. so like my my uh basically i had wrote this uh sc- not script but like pilot idea to pitch to further mm-hmm. and they accepted it and my first like episode idea was that we would hit up marche jean talon we'd get some stuff and me and one well one of the guys from further and i would have like a cook off just for the first episode mm-hmm. but further on throughout the series i wanted to get like guest appearances who would bring me to their favorite little hidden gem spot right, in right. montreal and we would go there test it out i want to go to restaurants go in the kitchen talk to the chef yeah make kind him of with me something videos yeah yeah. yeah 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 okay so like like i like i said i've been a cook so these videos, like, I watch them on a regular basis. Yeah, like, yeah. Action Bronson is, like, yeah. my daddy, bro. Bro. Like, I love this remember, guy. Do you see the one with him and Tyler Creator just, like, ripped out of their minds the watching Aliens? Aliens, uh, <laughs> Aliens. Yeah. This is, yeah, that's just the best. I mean, the editing on these videos is so cool. Bro, Big Body Best, bro. This is my favorite guy. You know Big Body? He's, like, the guy who's always with Action Bronson. Yeah, he's, like, bald and yeah. huge. <laughs> 
He's always mad. Yeah, <laughs> they're not friends anymore, bro. No way. Yeah, so okay. I know a guy that knows Action Bronson, mm. like not that well, like or else I would have probably been connected with him or something. Right, but right. to like, and yeah, it's on a deep thing. But mm. like, uh, they're not friends, and it kind of pisses me off because, bro, I loved watching them together so much. Like, uh, it was funny to see their dynamic because, like, I was looking at it and I'm like, yo, like, I don't understand why they're friends because they're like, <laughs> you like bring him on on things and like, yeah. it just didn't fit the, the yeah, situation. Yeah, he's just like a big rowdy guy, but like, yeah. I have a friend, my best friend from like when I was super young. He reminds me so much of him. He's just this big rowdy dude that's just a mess, bro. And like, uh, it doesn't really fit. He doesn't really fit in my in my my whole thing yeah but, yeah but he's my best friend bro that's like, why you're like watching that is relatable right for you right? yeah like, so it's yeah. like i feel like i'm action bronson because yeah. i was a cook and i'm mm -hmm. like a rapper mm -hmm. and this big ass goofy guy is like my <laughs> friend malcolm yeah, yeah kilo keys shout out <laughs> to my boy and uh yeah so yeah it kind of like that definitely inspired obviously yeah these things inspired me so much yeah. i always wanted to do something like that mm -hmm. and i found, yeah that, like, that's kind of what happened to me too i was watching so much of it and i was just like why is there stuff like this coming out of montreal i'm like yeah why not just i mean do there it? was like uh well i'm not even sure i mean there was is anthony bourdain from montreal is he like anthony I, bourdain? I think he was from montreal no way i don't know though that might be something i can't I know who Anthony yeah. Bourdain is, and like he's fucking huge in the whole that world, right? Rest in peace. Yeah. But yeah, so he did the. What was his thing called? Oh fuck. Okay, yeah, but he had like, like his the, show. With yeah, the, he had the. He would travel the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I know what you're talking about. Fuck, I don't remember the name either. Yeah. Anyways, but that guy was like, like a straight up legend. Why was I talking about him? Uh, we're talking about like uh, in Montreal in the Montreal space. Okay, like, yeah. No, so yeah, I'm not even sure if he's from Montreal, but yeah, that's what. Yeah, so we don't have those kind of things. We don't have like right. the celebrity like, chef scene, like yeah. at least on the English. Like I'm sure we have on the French side, but like on the English side of things, like there's not yeah. a lot of like digital presence. Like yeah, no. You go we, on YouTube, you don't see much. No, you know? we have like top notch chefs like in Montreal, like uh, what's his name, Danny. Was parts that? parts unknown that's what it was called yeah parts yeah, unknown yeah. okay but there's that there's that guy danny something danny? why am i doing this i know the joe beef guys they're kind of popular they're they big on, yeah they went on joe rogan and stuff yeah but i don't really know them like that like in this chef world in montreal but obviously they're super well known mm -hmm. but uh yeah they're like present on like content like on tv and stuff but like i'm on the, in yeah, the youtube space like that. Yeah, in the YouTube series, yeah. you don't see them collaborating with, like, the YouTube like, cooks, you know? Like, yeah, we're... Like, Action Bronson, and, like, well, they're not really cooks, but, like, they're pretty deep in that scene. They're, like, pretty yeah. professional, you know? Yeah, they're about that beef, you know? Yeah, but, like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, but we do have, like, super good chefs, like, world-renowned chefs, like Chuck Hughes. I almost worked at his restaurant, and uh, I almost got hired, actually, and I think I just didn't show up. Mm -hmm. Like, I was not ready to commit myself to be an actual chef like that. Like, I could have done it, but... The I hours like, are crazy. Yeah, they were on, They wanted, like... They definitely wanted too much. And, like, the guy, when I got there, he told me, like, this has to be your passion. There can't be something else you want to do. Yeah, 100%. And when he told me that, I, like, I went home. I called my mom because my mom was like, 
you have to work for Chuck Hughes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. my mom loves this guy. And is like, your mom like pretty heavy in that scene too? Yeah. Like yeah. Scene? My mom's a crazy cook. Okay. And uh, she she's in love like with these chefs all around the world and Montreal and mm-hmm. she's into these kind of shows as well. So like, I actually called her the same day I wrote the pilot for my own thing, mm-hmm. and uh, she's super excited about it too. But yeah, she wanted me to go work for this guy so bad, and when. He didn't tell me that, but he has a chef. Like, he has, like, a executive chef that works at his restaurant. I think it's Le Gare Manger. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that guy told me, this has to be your only passion. If you have something else on the side, it's not going to work. Like, you're going to be working, like, 12 hours, 14 hours. Mm-hmm. And, bro, so I went home, and I'm like, well, like, I told you, like, this is my goal. Like, music is my is my passion, and... uh I would, I would never want to commit that much time to something that I, is not, like, I don't want to be a cook. Like, I don't want to work in a dirty-ass restaurant and be sweaty and working. Yeah, because the end goal for most of those people is to have a restaurant of their own, right? But that's yeah. such a, like, a, one, it's a long process, and the other thing is, like, it's not, like, often that it's going to happen. So, like, you're risking yeah. all that time. And, like, say you put in, like, five or ten years into that world and you're not making music for that five to ten years. Yeah. Like, waste. You know, it's a waste. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and also, like, the restaurant industry is super... Cutthroat. Like, it's fucked up, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, you got to work your way up. And, uh, I mean, I got to a point where I could get a good paying job and stuff like that. But people are just assholes, bro. Like, there's always some fucking big dickhead in the in a restaurant like could even just be the owner who doesn't even know how to cook or like the chef who just doesn't want to work he's just a fat lazy chef Mm. of course there's gonna be a good restaurant where there's a good team with a good connection everyone's a family and i've been in these places but it's not places that i thought would have brought me to a place like elevated me to a place where i want to be but Mm -hmm. in the end i just realized that i don't want to be a cook like that like i love to cook but i don't want to work as a cook like it's not a good life mm-hmm. but sure. it's sick like now you could use that side of like you have an interest in that but you could incorporate that in your content like you're doing yeah. right now that's actually a smart way to do just it just creatively like yeah, uh, yeah I don't want to do it at, for money and so it's not good enough money to like mm. slave away like your bro like 50 60 hours a week yeah yeah exactly and that's the thing it, it makes you start hating like the thing you started liking you know yeah no, like, I used to train people who would come straight out of uh, cooking school. Yeah. Like, when they would come to do their stash at, like, Did you go to place. cooking school? Or you, no. No, okay. no, I dropped out of high school. I was, like, 15. Okay. And I went straight into the restaurants. And uh, from 15 to, like... Bro, up to, like, last summer, to be honest. Mm. I was cooking, cooking, cooking. And, uh... Yeah. A lot of people don't know how to cook nowadays, so it's a, it's a good skill to have. Yeah, no. Trust. And it's art. Like, I find it's like, a, it's a, it's like making art. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I get into, sure. like, a zone sometimes and I just, like, put on a podcast and just, like, make some sick shit, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, I feel that. So, music-wise, you have some stuff coming out soon. When's the next thing going to be released? Well, I have one coming out on the 8th. Uh, and April? Then, sorry? April? Yeah, April eighth. So just seven days. From so you're now. releasing these like one by one, or are you gonna release like a like a, an album? For now, I'm gonna drop a bunch of singles. Okay. And uh, by the end of summer, it should be like a body of work. But um, do you make music videos for all of them, or do you like 
select certain ones that you think? Yeah, so I, I, I have two songs that I feel like are pretty huge. Okay. And I'm going to do the big music video things with further. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I'm going to be doing like micro content for each song. So just like in studio footage. Like behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. you saw that video I posted today. Just like. Uh, That's not the music video? No. No way. That's not a music oh, video. Oh, shit. It's just. Uh, well, you had a 360 camera? Yeah, so yeah. further just came with this fucking crazy 360 GoPro. Yeah. And like. I don't know, man, that shit was crazy. And we just, they just let me go in the studio. I just wrapped my shit and uh, yeah. But no, that's, yeah, that's not dope. Video. Cause, Cause in post you could choose like what angle you want to take from that. So, yeah, like, man. You know, when you walk into the, the studio, like the booth. Yeah, you saw like my yeah, yeah, yeah. stretched and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. I was like nuts. That was dope. Yeah, I, I love that. that. I'm going to buy that camera, bro. Mm-hmm. Like one day. But uh, I actually thought like I had the idea of like shooting full music videos with just that. Like I know Skyfall, one of his recent like the black and white video, he has a three sixty camera on that. Okay, word, he yeah. He goes like through things. But, like they mix it up with a bunch of things. But. I seen it start like this camera started popping. Mm-hmm. I saw this girl on TikTok does these crazy videos with one of these cameras. Like she does the craziest transitions too. Mm. And like uh honestly like she's been she must have been practicing for a long time because i don't know it's too nuts the sick thing about it is it captures everything so it's not like you film something and you're like fuck i wish i got this footage it's like it already captures all 360 of it and you can just choose what you want at the yeah end of it. that's what's blessed about it yeah you have tiktok yeah I have okay. TikTok. Mm-hmm. it's gabby dot is dot dead and what are you posting on that just the like, in studio footage yeah like so snippets like that okay um other videos like i did i have other snippets like i posted a snippet also on tiktok way too early that it's not dropping until like after this next one did i have a reaction like yeah yeah it had a good reaction but on tiktok i mean uh like some days i'll get like a thing with like a thousand plays on it or i'll get like 200 Mm. it's really like yeah it's it's like you gotta that's the thing about tiktok you gotta literally post like realistically right now you gotta post three a day which is like, almost impossible yeah but even one a day like if you do one a day eventually one of them pops off and then like whatever audience resonates with you they start like falling in and then slowly yeah. goes from there and yeah. uh also tiktok has this thing where you could promote like your post kind of like instagram you buy these coins yeah yeah it's all gamified yeah. on tiktok that's what's cool yeah right? yeah i like the it, gifts bro. and all that shit. Yeah, yeah yeah you could give gifts to people yeah like hopefully I get to a point where I could get gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, are you? Do you have over a thousand followers? Yet? No, okay. like because I have not been pushing my TikTok on my Instagram or Facebook because right, I kind of right. just want to organically grow that. Yeah, you know that's smart. That's what my friend did um, with. Uh, he had this thing called One Track Mind. Oh, One Track! I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, Josh, Josh Wexler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, him, like, he doesn't like mixing his Instagram audience with his TikTok audience too often. Like now, it's he's big enough that he can kind of do it. Yeah, because now he has like 180k on TikTok. No? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like everybody kind of knows what he's doing now. He's like, um, like he's already like he's like on the way, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the early stages, I remember like he he doesn't like mixing the audience. He does like online like live stuff, and like he doesn't like promoting it too much on Instagram. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Like, cause TikTok is like a whole new audience, you know. Exactly, and uh, I don't know, just like I I kind of like will post like repost my TikTok video like here and there, like really rarely on my Instagram. And if if you were like 
able to see it and if you took the initiative to go and follow me then that's cool but like mm. for real i'm trying to grow the tiktok on its own okay being yeah. that it's like a like the only platform that you can do that without like going and tell all of your like already followers go follow me on my tiktok mm. like you could actually gain like a yeah a following on that <laughs> Yeah, and that's only like for a shorter period of time. Like that shit's almost done because like, yeah, TikTok's yeah. starting to blow up. Well, yeah. it's already blown up, but like that's why everybody's like take advantage of like the reach you have now before it becomes like Instagram or Facebook and all that. Yeah, shit. for sure. Yeah, already with like the coins and being able to pay to promote your videos, I think that's on the way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I heard Gary V say recently that uh, yeah, everything got like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary V's heavy on TikTok for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dope, bro. Yeah. Well, yo, I'm, I really appreciate you coming on today. Yo, for sure. A long bro. time coming. We finally did it. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see all the stuff you're gonna put out. Like I said, I, I'm I'm a fan of your music, so I'm always excited to see what you come out with. And I hope you release that song soon. It's you said April. April eighth, and then I, I'm gonna try to drop a next one like at the end of April too. Okay, fine. I'm not trying to give too much of a break. But yo, I appreciate it and uh, I fuck with you too. I'm a big fan as well. I love everything you're doing. I love the professionalism and the work ethic. And I'm glad to be here. I'm sorry it took me long, like I no, said. No stress, no stress. Been dealing with some demons, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, it means a lot, bro. Respect. No, respect to you, bro.